and you are listening to Lady and Gentleman and we are back for an anniversary special. It's been four years since our first show and I'm here, Jonathan Knights. And I am Sarah Brimble. And boy has the time flown. <laughs> I'm feeling older and wiser and it's like four years ago seems a long time. I feel no different. And uh, John has not grown up yet. Still look like that little baby from the advert. Yeah, that's <laughs> still you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we have coming up on the show today? John in a sailor suit. No. Oh. No, no, one, no one will be able to see that. <laughs> well, if we did that's it for a certain medium, then we would be able to put it in at certain points in the, in the show, in the audio file. But one day, <laughs> when we're famous... Please donate to our Kickstarter now (laughs) And you will now receive And you personally will receive a photo of John in a sailor suit Sponsor an alligator or something Alligators are dying out in the wild I don't know, do you sponsor an alligator? Alligators are dying? Uh, Are they, uh, I don't know, pandas and stuff people usually go for Like a Canadian wildcat, you know yeah, and, and then you get the photo sad. of some, like, I bet, like, Diff- you know, because none of these people touch base, so they don't know that they're all getting the same photo of the you same You could cat. catfish it. You could catfish the cat. Catfish the cat, yeah. You could look up <laughs> and uh, see if there's another one on Google. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, sent you a musical tune, and you're like, no. oh, is that them singing? Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's some Shania Twain video, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if you know that much about wildlife, John, but usually they don't sing Shenard. Oh, I thought they like like a Kuna Matata all the time, you know? <laughs> no, there's a cartoon. Okay, well, 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 well... What else is happening on the show other than me in a sailor's uh, outfit? <laughs> so we're going to have a feature called Mystery Quiz of the Week, where I will get John to fill in a quiz and we'll learn something deeply personal about him going to be pretty exciting. I don't know if I like the sound of that. I think it's a good, it makes you a real person, because at the moment the gentleman has got some bad PR for being ungentlemanly, mostly from me. I put, I put the seat down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we won't go into semantics right now, John, but. <laughs> like that, like you know, it's just wrong with me there that you know when women expect us to have good toilet etiquette, it's because we're so used to just pissing at a wall, like the John, the the urinal. You're disgusting. But you, we don't have to touch anything in that situation. How do you flush it? It's like automatic. I have no idea how urinals work. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have urinals in people's homes. I don't know when people thought, you know what, we're going to It's we're just quicker, though. That. Get you in and out. No queuing. Because men don't like to queue. Because, But also, how would you buy a urinal? You wouldn't be like down B&Q and be like, hmm, that one's very Are you nice. sure? I've never gone shopping for toilets, to be honest. So maybe they do sell them. We're, We've gone massively yeah. off track yeah. in now. Uh, um, John is going to present a feature on the show called Storytime. What did you get in your English GCSE, John? I, I, did, I didn't even do English Lit. <laughs> what? I was, I was one of those media studies kids. Was, Rome, Romeo did, and Juliet and Apple adverts. What did you, <laughs> what did you learn? What, what did you get in your English language then? I got an A. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were clever though. So that was... Yeah, but it was just like, you know, what's the difference between West Side Story and Romeo and Juliet? Uh, nothing. What? One, one's American-Italian, one's 
um, got Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Mm. It's just what it's like it's living just... in. Do you reckon they wrote West Side Story to be like Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. Or... Why? Because it's easy storytelling. Because someone's already written a story. <laughs> well, so my story later is uh, about two families, and um, they have a bit of a feud going on, and. Um, don't give it all away, though. They, they, the the daughter in one family actually fancies the guy in the other family, and um, <laughs> I mean it's a tragic end. I won't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited for that. <laughs> I mean, mm. I think we might have the modern Shakespeare set right in this room. <laughs> So that's pretty much the show. Yep. So goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> what what he called it? This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it sounded pretty good at the time. You ruined it though, because I was I was pretending it was actually the end of the show. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so here's the first section of the new And now, a word from our sponsors. I know, times are tough, but we've got the product for you. It's broken exit signs at our new business, Brexit. Get your broken exit signs, fire exit signs, back door signs, fridge signs, warning signs, I don't know, they're all broken, who cares? Get them now! Here's Julia with her testimonial. I love broken exit signs, they suit my every broken exit sign need. I've never felt more satisfied from a supplier of broken exit signs. If you want your broken exit sign soon, make sure you sign up to our next day delivery service. Please refer to Brexit.com for more details. Terms and conditions apply, please refer to Brexit.com for more details. Mr. McQueen's of the week. I don't know. I don't know. If that's the jingle. So the idea behind this section is that I have chosen a quiz from various outlets on the interweb. So I'm not going to say what the quiz is or even what we're going to find out. We're just going to fill in the questions, but we'll go for it. Right. So the first question is, do you speak to your best friend every day? So the options are, without fail, most days, but there are days when one of us may be busy, but we always catch up. Not every day, but we catch up regularly. And we don't talk often, but when we do talk, we talk a lot. So, like, in this situation... Who is your best friend, John? This is, like, the most intimate quiz that I've ever... You can't... I can't answer that question. Because, like, in the hope that my best friend... You know what? My best friend is the person... Who actually listens, listens to, to this. this. So you, you've got, you're lucky, mate. You're lucky. Yeah, you know who you're talk, I'm talking about. You sitting, listening. <laughs> I don't know. So it's probably most days. It's most days, but some days we're busy, yeah. Yeah, okay. That sounds like an adult answer. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asked you how your best friend is now, how detailed would your answer be? 
first option, I'd be able to take a pretty good stab at the question. It would be very detailed, as we've probably spoken, and I'm always up to date with what's going on. Or, I'd tell them to go ask them, not me. Probably ask them. Yeah. <laughs> not very involved in your friend's life. Well, I mean, like, you do know, like, everyone says they're okay, don't they? I'm fine. Like, you ask your best friend, are you okay? And and, and this is a, we're talking ma- ma- like, ma- this is a male's world. We're talking man's world. Why can't you have a female best friend? <laughs> out of the question. Not possible if you're a gentleman. You <laughs> can't go into a gentleman's club with a lady. Lady. Huh? You know, you've got to be <laughs> strategic in your for the selection process. Anyway, we're going to go on to the next question now. Does your best friend's partner feel vaguely threatened by the closeness of your friendship? I'm going to answer this right now. <laughs> I would be offended if they didn't, is the answer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, I'll read that. I'll, I'll read that the other one. Threatened is a bit extreme, but they know they need to impress me. No, that's weird. They don't have one, but if they did, then yes. Or, they don't have one, but if they did, then I hope not. Yeah, we'll go with the one you said. (laughs) You and your best friend take a picture together. You look fantastic in it, but they hate how they look in it. What do you do? No. (laughs) Post it on social media anyway. The world needs to see how beautiful I am. Post it on social media, but crop them out of it. Keep taking pictures until you're both happy, but be annoyed about it. Keep taking pictures until you're both happy and not make a fuss about it, because they do the same for you. Well, I'll be absolutely honest. I look great in every photo. Even when you sneeze? Or... Yeah. The world needs to see the true Jonathan Knight. (laughs) But simply put... It would be the one about getting annoyed about it. I mean, get a grip. You know what I mean? How many photos... You know, if you look bad in the first photo, it's because you look bad. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> we take bad photos together all the time. <laughs> well, you with the programme, sister. So it's a poster anyway. No, 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 keep going again. Oh, I keep going until you're both happy. But I'm annoyed. Your best friend just got an incredible promotion. What do you do? Take them out for drinks and announce it in every way I can because I'm so damn proud. Take them out for drinks and celebrate but feel a tiny bit jealous. I would give them a call to congratulate them. I'd probably like their Facebook status about it if they post one. Probably the last one. You wouldn't take them out for drinks? Your I best mean, friend. You would take them out for drinks but the, the, the option was I'm not going to be jealous of them. Why can't you just be proud? Well, I'm not going to tell it. I'm going to go up to like, the bar lady and be like... Hey, but you won't, so you won't even give them a call. No, but it's not. No, you can't choose more than one option here. You do the lot, wouldn't you? You give them a call to invite them out for drinks. The question's redundant. I think that you should just go with the proud one. Well, let's go with the proud one. Because you're not jealous. No. What would you never share with your best friend? The worst thing I've done, things to do with my finances, details about my sex life, embarrassing things that have happened to me, gross things I've done. My worst, bitchiest thoughts, bad things I think about them, all of the above, none of the above. Um, bad things to think about them. Straight <laughs> up. Right. Two-faced hoe. No, because, uh, you, know, oh. like, you, you, you know, you have your dislikes, you know? <laughs> your best friend asks for your opinion on a new outfit that just doesn't suit them. What do you do? I tell them that it doesn't suit them, straight up. 
I tell them it doesn't suit them, but give them a compliment to soften the blow. I tell them that it doesn't suit them and why. Then I suggest something that's more uh, more flattering and explain why. I tell them what I what I really think. I wouldn't want them to be heard. I have never given anyone an opinion on their outfit, really. What about when you and the boys go suit shopping? But it's a bit. No, you just yeah, you just be like yes, yeah, help mate. Oh, so you just sat so in maybe the suit it'll be, suit Maybe now. it's like more more fe- fetching, the more fetching one, the more flattering and explain why. Because uh, you'd be like, get on, well, mate, go on, sort yourself out. It's £100 more, but don't worry about the price tag. <laughs> Is there a part of your body your best friend hasn't seen? No? Yeah, <laughs> but only the private bits. Yeah, of, that's weird. So they've seen everything apart from the junk? Yeah, what, mm. they've seen your bum? No, that's part, oh, that's that's part, part of it. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's a bit neutral. I they've probably seen my bum, to be fair. I think everyone's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Your best friend is in trouble and has asked for you to lend them a large sum of money, but hasn't explained why. What do you do? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not even an option, because they're your best friend. <laughs> no. I do it. They wouldn't ask unless they really needed it. I would lend it to them, but only after they've explained the situation and it was serious enough. I would help them, but I wouldn't lend them my own money. Option D, jog on. They're your best friends. Yeah, but, you know, You might be their last hope, John. I mean, we'd have to work out a repayable loan. Maybe it's the middle one, then, because you need it to be serious. All right. Okay. I'm just feeling silly for you. How much of your personal conversations would other people be able to understand? We basically speak our own language. Maybe 50%. Basically all of it. 50%. Because <laughs> most of it's all like, yalla. <laughs> You're mad at your best friend, but they're upset. What do you do? I will immediately forget that I'm mad at them and do everything I can to help. I'm begrudging at first, but if it's serious, I warm up and do everything... Mi- to make them feel better typo it depends on how mad I am and why I'm mad yeah see <laughs> oh my goodness you're so like harsh uh, so this was a quiz on what is your best friend's score John has scored 67 out of 100 I feel like it could actually be lower because he <laughs> doesn't seem to actually have any best friends as far as I can tell uh, but apparently, according to the quiz, you're a great friend, you're a patient listener and always on call. There are times when you drift apart, but uh, that's only natural, especially as you grow older. But don't neglect them and risk losing the friendship you have. Well, we learned something new there, didn't we? That John's a knob. 67 out of 100. I feel like that's really, really, like, high. You're not. Whoa. I mean, I'm not saying you're a bad friend, <laughs> but some of those answers... Didn't make, didn't like really come off as right. great if, friends. Because, simply put, right, like. You're tight. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, no, because you, why should, like, your friendship shouldn't be, you shouldn't be dictated by the, the cash in your pocket. No. But at the same time, you should be there to help people if they're in need. Oh, that was interesting. But we're not reviewing the, the quiz, really, are we? We're reviewing you as a person, John. I'm. I pass with flying colours. What's that? A two one? Sixty seven, that's like an A, isn't it? Well, no, that. wait, no, oh, it's a B. B. Yeah. 
But we're so right. I'm a B friend. A B plus friend. Like, that, what is the average? What's the average score of a best friend? Uh, I, I was aiming for 100. I got, when I took that quiz, I got 79. So you're not far off. Like, just over 10%. Not far off. No one 10%. 10%. And now it's story time with Jonathan Knight. When we decided to do the anniversary special, I thought it'd be a good idea to see how good a writer I am. So I have written the first chapter of a book that I am calling Ladybird. You're about to get a really sugary story. I'm really excited. I might do voices. Oh my goodness. So. It's, it's, it's not only literary talent, it's acting as well. But it's not really acting because there's no like gestures going on here. It's like, this is chapter one from Ladybird. And this chapter is called In the Bag. <laughs> Take this seriously. Can I get a cappuccino? Said Robert. Alright, first of all, I'm just gonna I'm just stopping right there. I just don't want anyone to be offended who's listening about John thinking he can do impersonations and accents. That is a legitimate accent. People right. uh, people thought like there's an add-on here. There's so someone else in the studio, like <laughs> thinking That's definitely not what I thought. They're probably thinking, Blimey, when did they move to Oz or something? I thought these guys are British. That was terrible. Was, I was like, was, was that you doing an accent? No, I would never do an accent. That was okay. Don't now you now you now you've offended people. Uh, disclosure: neither of us can do good accents. Can I get a cappuccino? Said Robert, his eyes still blinking between, in and out of blurriness. The words, "Would you like chocolate sprinkles on that?" Interrupted Robert as he rubbed his eyes while he tried to understand why his head was thumping. What's he done? It's, just, it's, all, it's all to come. It's all to come in the story. I was just, uh, how, are you I, feeling so, how are you feeling about it so far? I'm feeling pretty suspenseful. And also wondering why he doesn't know why his head's thumping. I mean... Is it like Jason Bourne? And he's actually got his, like, details I, in his back. <laughs> I'm not going to rip off the, the story. No. No. You can never rip off something no. from somewhere else. It might, it's, quite a similar, it's quite a similar story. No. Uh, <laughs> the words, Would you like chocolate sprinkles on that? Interrupted Robert as he rubbed his eyes while he tried to understand why his head was thumping. The morning already felt non-existent as he felt unaware as to the events that led up to him entering the coffee shop. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'll have chocolate sprinkles, replied Robert. You would never have chocolate sprinkles if you're hungover. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. He's having a like, cappuccino. Chocolate sprinkles on a cappuccino. Yeah, they always offer the chocolate sprinkles. Like in a little leaf pattern or something. Yeah, they, like, oh. they do like, you know, down your local coffee shop, they do a little shake or some... It's not, It's like, basically, it's like hot chocolate powder. To be honest, I was thinking com- more like chocolate... Like, oh, like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's, what, I was like, that's what I imagined. Madness. That is madness. You That'd be disgusting. No, that's so, wrong. yeah. Yes, I'll have some chocolate sprinkles, replied Robert. 
Robert left the coffee shop. The screeching of tyres soared through the street before a black van swung round the corner. A side door opened in front of him. Before he knew it, he was in the back of a van with a black linen bag over his head, being forced down on the floor of the van by a firm titan's hand. Mm. A firm, a th- like, a re- like a really firm hand. Yeah. Tightening, that sounds really, really violent. He's, he's like... So is this actually really violent, John? I don't want to... I, I don't know. No, this is like the beginning of the story. Oh, okay. It's still like... So, so like... So it's getting it worse. Well, we never... I don't know. I haven't, written, the, I haven't written the other chapters yet. You can't, <laughs> you can't start a story without knowing the ending. That's what I've learned. I have a rough ending. <clears throat> the van shot off, leaving the street bare with nothing but a cappuccino cup spilling out on the pavement. Not much could be heard from inside the van. The rumble of the engine and the occasional murmur from the bodies in the van, only two voices could be heard, which Robert assumed to be the driver and the gentleman handling him. Wait, are you in this story? No! The gentleman was the guy who drank... It must be gentlemanly, he has a firm hand, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) that sounds terrible that's going in that's really Um, scary I'm really scared of what John thinks is gentlemanly (laughs) maybe we'll have to have a quiz on that next week (laughs) (laughs) what does John uh, like does the does the lyrics of Robin Thicke get you going this guy you know you go in you go into a coffee it's now on the floor on the pavement oh no that's £3.60 all gone isn't it Uh, it depends where he is because if he is actually in Australia if he paid for it using one of those like voucher cards I'd be livid I know someone's gifted you that money I mean I don't know who would gift you a coffee shop card I would give it to someone I know who likes coffee it's ludicrous isn't it though only two voices could be heard, which Robert assumed to be the driver and the gentleman handling him. The gravity of the situation began to creep up on Robert. What was happening? Why had he been kidnapped? Where has this coffee gone? <laughs> I'm suddenly thirsty. Um, what? <laughs> that's, not, that's not in the story. That's just like, <laughs> me acting, like where's the coffee gone? Like, what is... What? <laughs> One minute he's like, What's, why am I in a coffee shop? And the next minute he's like, bloody hell. I didn't get that coffee I wanted. You know? If I, if I suddenly found myself in a coffee shop, I wouldn't automatically order a coffee. I wouldn't just be like, oh, well, I must be here for a coffee. Probably like, where's the toilet? Why? Because <laughs> I go into coffee shops to use the toilet. <laughs> what do you do, another one or two? I'm not a beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you have to like do the long process of getting the code for the door because it's for customers only. And occasionally you buy just one bottle of water. So you've bought the bottle of water. You've got to go for number like, two. I feel like that's trying too hard. And ultimately, I'm not. It's not. It's not that big a deal. I'll just go to a pub instead. I don't know. You gotta just break the door <laughs> down. <laughs> Sometimes you can't help but take a prep poo. The gravity of the situation began to creep up on Robert. What was happening? Why had he been kidnapped? His heart began to pound out of his chest. This did not go unnoticed by his kidnappers as he began to laugh. The laugh echoed through Robert's head as his eyes rolled back into his head and his memories jolted. 
The laugh continued as Robert could see a bold man chuckling across a blackjack table. Robert confused as to what the vision was in reference to. I mean, we're all confused here right now. Why? Chuckling at a blackjack table. Very jovial casino. <laughs> so he's had a, as he's had a, like a, like a, like a flashback. Oh, sorry. I was like, why is this happening inside the van? The laugh echoed through Robert's head as his eyes rolled back into his head, <laughs> and his memories jolted. The laugh continued as Robert could see a bold man chuckling across a blackjack table. What? Robert was confused as to what the vision was referenced to. What kind of laugh is it? <laughs> no, like a... Uh, 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 no, it's, uh, not like, it's not like Count from... One. Sesame Street. Two. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do impressions. Uh, <laughs> do a really bad impression of a Transylvanian accent, yes. <laughs> and that is a, it's a what, what do you call it? An, a, a, an impression of an impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's terrible. The laughing continued as Robert could see a bold man chuckling across a blackjack table. Robert was confused as to what the vision was in reference to. He looked down. He was wearing a tuxedo with a red pocket square. He is a very snappy gentleman. Robert stared at the man. He was surrounded by beautiful women dressed in bikinis. I'm going to stop you for one second. This is a really long flashback that he's having. Yeah, I, I, like, I, honestly, if you ever had like one of these little flashes of memory, it's not like an episode or something, or a music video. I have to, right, when you write in fiction... You have to be descriptive. It sounds like he's gone into a coma. You have to be descriptive. Robert is actually unconscious and dead, and he's on life support. No, he's going through the motions of this vision. (sighs) It might be a superpower. Why why have we got to be bikini clad? Because... That's going to pop that into everyone's minds. We're going to have a right good time. Being bikini clad women. Yeah, I mean, it's just the story. I feel like you have the power to change stereotypes, John, and you're not helping. Well, we, we'll we see. We'll see as the story goes on. When could Robert be an turns interesting... into Roberta. <laughs> <laughs> Robert stared at the man. He was surrounded by beautiful women dressed in bikinis. Humouring the man, the dealer called to him. Mr. Grahams, <laughs> are you in play? Where's, where's he from? I don't know. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds He's like... also calling from a really <laughs> far distance. Sounds like he could be a British-Russian man. <laughs> I... I don't know where I am, <laughs> Mr. Graham. <laughs> this is not a song. I don't know where I am, Mr. Graham. I don't know where I am, Mr. Graham. <laughs> Robert shuddered, opened his eyes to be met with the linen of the black head bag he had been placed in. Robert... Oh, so, like, if you go into the store because you're kidnapping someone, you go and get a head bag. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds dirty, doesn't it? Ooh, head bag. 
Um, right, I need to get that. I know what. I know why. I know what everyone's. If you're going into the stores, get a head bag. I know why you get a head bag. Yeah. <laughs> because you're kidnapping someone and their bag's going to go with their head. That's that could exactly be, why. That could be, a, that could be a new product for the next <laughs> next show's sponsors. Get your head back now! Because you're German. <laughs> what? Uh, what just happened? I don't know. Get the, the bag that you need. For your head. Or someone else's. Or anyone's head. Or doing. Um, anyway. <laughs> what? Don't worry. Um, Robert shuddered, opened his eyes to be met with the linen of the black head bag he had been placed in. <laughs> Got an A in GCSE English, ladies and gentlemen. What do you put over a person? Just a sack. Just a bag. Just. Well, I guess a bag you can get. I you, you can get a body bag, so maybe that's what? where the where the brain was coming from. I thought you'd go down the <laughs> shop. You go down, you know, mugs or us or something. And you where well, they sell mugs, but also they sell handbags. Oh, like mug shops. <laughs> and you'd get a bag, and you'd be like, "Can I get a head bag?" And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, what size?" This is a story within a story, you guys. And then you'd go in, and you'll go round back. It'd be like forty-two head. But you're you're getting it for someone else. So why would you measure it to your own specifications? We well, we don't know what time this is setting. They've your, got or your Facebook. Profile could have the details of your head sizes on it in the future. Oh, go again, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're on the same wavelength, guys. Where's he going to get your head bag? Tesco. Right. <laughs> Thailand. Tesco. Tesco value head bag. Um, <laughs> Robert shuddered, opened his eyes to be met with the linen of the black head bag. I mean, it sounds really fancy as well because it's made from linen and he can, he can identify what the else fabric. Is it, what else is the fabric made? No, because you It know can be made from burlap. I'm just imagining, if I got kidnapped, it would be like a robber's <laughs> you're really, bag. You're really stuck on this bag thing, aren't you? <laughs> it's just, it's a funny detail to include. Anyway, so he's inside, you, the, he's inside the head bag. What do you guys think about the head bag? Hashtag head bag. <laughs> Hashtag headbag right now, and then we'll see. And if you think it's a good idea <coughs> to sell headbags, we'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it made. We'll get some headbags, some lady and gentleman headbags. Really so the kidnapper. Um, no kidnappers listening to our podcast. Yeah, I don't kidnap anyone, kids. Robert shuddered, opened his eyes to be met with the linen of the black headbag he had been placed in. Robert repeated, "Mr. Graham's." The car rammed to a halt. The men began to panic and the sound of the side door sliding back open could be heard. Robert was pulled out of the van, one man carrying each of his arms. Robert's legs dragged along the floor until he was thrown into a chair. He could hear the click of cable ties being assembled around his ankles and wrists. What does that sound like? I don't know. Like a dolphin? Like maracas? <laughs> you know, like... I don't know. You got. I think it sounds more like a zzz. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, did you say they clicked or zzzed? The the click. Oh well, they obviously zzzed. It is clicking. It's like clicking along. I don't know. I have to get some and try. I I what like. Next time on the show, we'll be doing. Guess the cable tie. I don't know. He could hear the click of cable ties being assembled around his ankles and wrists, as he was fastened to the chair, unable to move. 
A burst of light shone through the linen head bag. Robert was scared. He was trembling in the seats and could feel the sweat dripping down his back. The linen was removed from Robert's head. His hair caught in it, fell over his eyes. His headache had cleared, but the light was blocking Robert's sight. He could see a dark figure through the beam. Robert's heart began to race again as he felt as if he had met the person before, but was unsure of who he could see. All he knew was he was in trouble and scared. I'm glad that he felt those things because he actually is in real trouble. He doesn't know why he's Australian. <laughs> doesn't understand the sound of cable ties and has too fluent knowledge in materials of headbags. <laughs> I mean, you just assume so it's linen, don't you? But he clearly had a good time at the casino. Well, I don't know if he had a good time at the casino. We well, don't know why he was at the casino. And it's really, really lucky that he shouted out that name that made everyone freak out really close to the industrial unit or wherever they had taken him. Because, I mean, well, it's it, it was strange timing that they found that abandoned warehouse to take him to where no one would hear his screams. Well, I mean, there's obviously flaws in the story. But you I think it's going it to be his birthday. I think he's been taken to his birthday party. I don't think it's... I think, like... No, this is a serious... You've built, you've built up some real tension <laughs> in this. No, and this is going to be a serious story. It's going to be, like, his retirement party. It's going to be like, oh, you guys. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, leave you on a little cliffhanger there. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know who the figure is in front of him. I can't wait to hear about Robert, the Australian man's life. I mean, if you want the story to continue, you'll have to, you'll have to tweet, tweet to us or message us or something about whether we, we've, we've, we're, get, we're hitting the mark there. I don't know. I'm making up the story weekly. It's really funny. I actually really enjoy it because you're terrible at writing. <laughs> that wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it was a bit like lots of... Describing words followed by a noun. I don't know the words. I did English A level. It wasn't really like that. But at the same time, I actually don't know how to write a story. I was like, well, it's got a beginning, middle, and an end. It's like an explanation of things because you can't. I can't just be like, yeah, he got kidnapped. Like, you gotta have a bit of a bit of a. You know, you gotta add sugar to the pot. But I thought you were gonna tell it like a normal story that you would tell, which is actually really good. Whereas I tell terrible stories that have no beginning, middle, or end. It's just like oh, the other day I was sat in a room and a girl had a really nice handwriting. That was a good story I told John once. He really enjoyed it. And now a word from our sponsors. So you've heard of the Broken Exit Sign Company. Have you heard of the refurbished Broken Exit Sign Company? We sell broken exit signs that have been refurbished for your purpose. Would you like an exit from the train station for your bus? Or would you like an exit from the airport for your doctor's surgery? We can sell fixed broken exit signs at any cost for low, low prices. And here's Dawn with his testimonial for fixed broken exit signs. Well, it's really great that we Brexit are doing some great signs and my company has never looked better. I just, it's great, you can go to them and all their signs are certified by Article 50. It's fantastic. So if you have any broken exit sign refurbishment needs, get in touch with Rebrexit. 
So we would like to thank you for listening to Lady and Gentlemen. Thank you for bearing with us. For our four-year anniversary special. Uh, we obviously want to hear from you if you've enjoyed the show, if there's anything you wanted us to do more of, or anything that you want us to start doing uh, within reason. <laughs> uh, please tweet us. Listen the num- number two, so it's number two. Listen to LNG. No, that's listen number two. L for Lima and G for Golf. I've been the gentleman. And I've been the lady. Thank you for listening to... The lady. And gentlemen. <laughs>